Hey beauty business babe, my name is Kelly Callahan. I'm a corporate dropout turned beauty business CEO. I started my journey seven years ago with the last $2,000 in my pocket and a huge vision to succeed. Since then, I've been able to grow my small mobile spray tanning business into a half a million dollar international business. I'm here to share my knowledge so you too can create more income and have more freedom. Because if I can do it, I know that you can do it too, sis. Let's get glowing. Hey y'all, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Business Base podcast. Holy schmoly, schmol, schmol, schmol. I have not done a solo episode in what seems like forever. It is June 4th right now, and I swear the last solo episode I recorded was maybe like three months ago. I don't even know. But I wanted to get on here and talk to you guys about something so important and something that I see among a lot of sunless and beauty artists. So I wanted to talk about mental health and uh, let me just put out this disclaimer really quick. I am not a professional at this. I am not a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or a therapist of any sort. (laughs) Although sometimes it does feel that way. I am not licensed in this arena, but I do want to share some things with you that I've noticed within our community and within myself as well and some things that I've done to help my own mental health and hopefully this can be brought into your life or business so that way you can get relief from stress or from any other mental ailments that you might be experiencing at this moment. All right, so this is going to be a little quickie episode. I like quickies. I don't know about (laughs) y'all. I like quickie episodes. I think they're fun, impactful, and very, very easy to listen to. So I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. So mental health, a huge thing among everybody. I don't care if you are the most positive, light, amazing, beautiful, perfect human being that God has ever created to walk this earth. We all deal with our own problems at our own time in our own capacity and some people really struggle with this and some people may have had more experience or they understand how to really overcome some of their mental problems or ailments or issues that they encounter on a day-to-day basis. So today I really want to focus on solutions to issues that you might be experiencing as a beauty business professional. Some of the things that I've experienced over the last eight years of becoming an entrepreneur is anxiety. I haven't dealt with too much depression, thank God. I had a little bit of postpartum after my baby was born and I dealt with a little bit of depression after my separation with my former husband and Those are the two points in my life that I could feel like, okay, yeah, those were pretty low points in my life and in my career. However, there is this constant overwhelm or anxiousness that has kind of been a part of my entrepreneurial journey and it is because I want to strive for better always. I want to always you know, aim for my goals and sometimes I fall short and when this happens, I start feeling, you know, a certain type of way, like I'm not good enough or like I will never achieve this goal and sometimes it feels like, you know, I'm on a hamster on this wheel and I'm never getting off of it and let me just also put this out there, I'm very hard on myself. I am sure that you are too. I'm sure that you have felt this in your soul and in your mind where you're like, oh man, like I'm not doing good enough. And some people who are looking at you 
are like, wow, she's doing absolutely amazing or she is so incredible and she's so inspiring, but maybe you don't feel that within yourself. Maybe you do in certain points, but maybe you are a little bit judgmental on your own self and critical on your own self. So I want you to think of yourself as kind of like a third party observer. And this is something that has helped me throughout my journey. My thoughts, my initial thoughts, I should say, are ones that I do not own. And that in and of itself has helped me so much because I don't have to take ownership of the negative thoughts that come into my mind immediately. This has been something that I've been practicing for years and probably has been one of the biggest positive mental shifts that I've created in my life because when I'm able to remove myself as the person that is owning this initial thought and I separate myself and become an observer of that initial thought. So if the initial thought is I'm not good enough, I remove myself from myself and become a third party observer of that thought. Why am I feeling this way and is it actually true are two questions that I ask myself. A lot of the times I find that these negative thoughts just come from nowhere or I relate it to something that either happened that day or even happened sometime in my life or even throughout you know, my childhood, things like this. And then I have to reframe that thought. So I take that thought that is negative and I reframe it as a positive. So something like I'm not good enough can be reframed as maybe I'm not doing as good as I would like to right now, but I'm doing the best that I can and I should be proud of the woman that I am. Okay, so I want you to take that as your homework and if you're not already doing this, implement that into your life and see how that shifts your life into a more positive way. That by itself has been like one of the biggest nuggets in my life and I hope that it changes yours as well. Going into the business side of things, you know, when you're starting to feel overwhelmed, when you're starting to feel like you're messing up a lot, when you're starting to feel burnout come through, when you're starting to feel like you are just that hamster on the wheel that cannot get off and you're running, 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 doing all the things, but you're really not going farther than you want to, then I want you to stop for a moment. And in these moments, I want you to remember that sometimes slowing down is what you need in order to speed up. I think a lot of us get in this hustle and bustle and we have to do all of the things in order for us to move forward. And I was in this mindset for the first couple of years of entrepreneurship. And I've realized that that is not true. That is just the the hustle culture that we have been taught and that we've immersed ourselves in, especially now with so many entrepreneurs and boss babes and beauty boss babes and beauty business babes and all of these things, like we're all talking about hustle, 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 hustle. And yes, that is a huge part of my success and why other people I know are successful. But there is also a time and a place for that and it's not 24-7. So if you are in this momentum of like, I got to go, 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 take some time off and don't half-ass this time off. You know, I see people like, hey, I'm taking time off, but then they're on social media for the weekend. And, And trust me, I'm guilty of this too. But I want you to feel into taking time off. And what time off means for me at this point in my life is taking care of myself and that could be massage, that could be 
you know, going to the gym consistently. It can be going into the sauna, meditation, prayer. It can be hanging out with my girlfriends at brunch. It could be whatever the case may be, like spending time with my son or my family. Um, Whatever it means to you to actually really take time off from work, I would encourage you to do that. And I would also encourage you to remember that personal time off is separate from other people's times off. So for example, if you uh, are the type of person that takes time off with other people, like that's great and everything, but I think there's also a time and a place and a necessity for us to take care of ourselves by ourselves. So every single morning for me personally, I do take the time to meditate, to think of three things that I'm grateful for. And when I go to sleep, I also go into a meditative state and That's that. That's like my every single day I have to do this non-negotiable type of thing. And then my days off by myself aren't as frequent. So maybe they're like once every two weeks or something where I drive out to San Diego and I get a massage and I spend time with my friends and I spend time next to the water and the beach because I'm a cancer and I love that. I love the water. Uh, So that's what that looks like for me. And that's really important for me to kind of slow down to be able to come back refreshed and energized, recharged, and more creative for my business, all right? A couple of things that came up for me that I've taken note of um, that I wanted to share with you when it came to my own mental health and business. Things that weren't conducive to my mental health was working with clients that did not align with me. (laughs) So if you're working with clients or you're working with employees or W-2 contractors, freelancers or colleagues, I don't know, anyone that you're collaborating with that feels not great, like if it feels something weird is going on, trust your gut instinct. Trust your gut instinct. Don't allow yourself to people please or overstep your own boundaries because You just don't know how to set proper boundaries for yourself or you're not listening to your intuition. So a couple of things that I had to do in order to make myself heal mentally within my business is I had to fire clients or I had to break away from colleagues. I had to fire employees or W-2 contractors or freelancers. I had to separate myself because it was feeling fucking heavy. It was feeling like this wasn't working. Like I was doing so much and not getting the same type of love and effort reciprocated or there was just a misunderstanding or it was just too hard to work through. Like things in my life and my business have to feel flowy for me. It has to feel good. It has to feel like things are aligning and flowing. And if it doesn't feel like that, And, you know, I've been guilty of not addressing things in a timely fashion. And let me tell you, that has killed me. It has killed me because I feel it and I've felt it for months. And I didn't address the issue because people pleasing, because I didn't set boundaries, because I didn't listen to my gut. I want you to listen and trust yourself. Like, trust yourself. Please learn from my mistakes. And if something isn't feeling great or flowy or aligned, either try to fix it if you feel like it is something that is salvageable or worth saving. But if not, let that shit go, girl. Let it go. The next thing I stopped doing was I stopped reading reviews. Oh my God. (laughs) This has been so helpful and so impactful because... Whether or not these reviews are positive or negative, they do have an impact on you subconsciously or consciously and most likely both. So 
when you're reading a ton of five-star reviews, your head might get inflated a little bit. (laughs) It just might happen. You might stop being so humble or you might get a little bit, you know, big-headed and you might become complacent, okay? Or contrary to that, if you get this one negative review out of like, I don't know, 50 positive reviews, you're going to focus on that one negative review and it is going to eat your little baby soul alive. And we do not want that. We want to be influenced by the feedback that we get from our clients, yes, but we do not want to have our reviews dictate who we become or who we are. So that was something that's really important for me now at this point because I don't want to be influenced by other people. I want to be influenced by who I truly am at the core of my being. So what I had to do in order to not completely negate reviews, I hired somebody to look at the reviews for me and then we decide together as a team, is this something that is constructive? Is it actually helpful and useful? Or is this a negative review from somebody that seems like they are just not somebody that would be a happy human anyway? Or somebody that's really like trying to slander our name or somebody who might even be a competitor because holy schmoly schmoll, it does does happen. It does happen and it's unfortunate, but it does happen. And so I want you guys to be aware of this. Like, so if you are the type of person that gets really impacted by the reviews that you're seeing and you want to maybe put a buffer in between you and those reviews and try to make things better for yourself mentally, I would highly recommend maybe getting a virtual assistant or having somebody at your salon or place of business help you really navigate the review part of your business. Are you struggling to get your sunless business up and running? Are you tired of just surviving and you're ready to break open and start thriving with a six-figure sunless business? Then I want to invite you to join us at Slay the Spray September 25th to the 27th in beautiful Fort Lauderdale, Florida. This is not your average spray tanning convention. Slay the Spray is three full days jam-packed of sunless education, technical training, and business growth training from the industry's top leaders. We want you to leave with actionable business growth strategies and technical training that's actually going to help you skyrocket your sunless business to six figures or more. Yes, even if you are a complete newbie. Connect with like-minded sunless artists from all around the world and experience huge breakthroughs. Tap into your inner boss babe and have a blast while doing it. Slay the Spray is the hottest and most impactful sunless mastermind in the entire world. And you, queen, you deserve to be there. I want you to go to slaythespray.com and register right now if you feel like this is right for you because seats are almost sold out and I do not want you to miss out on this opportunity. I will see you in September. I cannot wait to slay the spray with you. The next thing I want to talk about is looking at competitors. Holy schmoll schmoll again. (laughs) This is something that I used to obsessively do in the beginning of my career. And let me tell you, it was fucking draining. 
it drained my soul. Like why I was looking at competitors so much. Now looking back at it, it was because I was insecure with what I was doing and I wanted to get inspiration from other people doing something similar to myself. But all of that is so ass backwards. It is so ass backwards. And going into you know my eighth year of business now looking back, like I wish... I would have learned this quicker, but I am thankful that I learned it quick enough because it's been years since I've been doing this and I really stopped looking at competitors completely. And if it was, no matter who it is, whether it was somebody local or somebody like far away from me, I just don't look at what anybody else is doing because again, going back to what I just said recently about the reviews, like I don't want to be influenced or impacted by any external nothing. I want to do what feels right in my heart, in my soul, in my intuition. And I want to make decisions based off of me and my team and our clients' feedback rather than trying to copy somebody else or get inspired by somebody else or look at anybody else. Because what ended up happening was, you know, anytime I looked at a competitor back in the day when I did this, it was just like, I don't know, I got that icky feeling in my stomach like, I was spying on somebody or just like wasn't, I wasn't good enough or comparing myself to these people who have been in the industry for years, which I'm sure, like, let's be truthful. I'm sure a lot of you who are listening right now probably have done the same thing or are continuing to do the same thing. I promise you, girl, I promise you. This is not good for your mental health. It is just not good. Now, if you're in the very beginning stages and you're doing market research just to see what your competitors are charging in the very, very beginning, I would recommend doing this just that one time to get some market feedback for your own business as a startup. But once you start this baby up and once you start doing your own thing, I would highly recommend not looking at your competitors. Um... Now, if you're trying to collaborate with your competitors, that's a different story. Of course, like you're going to want to, you know, look at their stuff and like work with them and whatever the case is. But if you're not looking to work with them and you're looking just to look or you're looking to like poach their clients or whatever, subconsciously, this is not going to feel right for you because ethically and morally, that's just not the way you're supposed to do business, right? Like, it's going to feel heavy. It's not going to feel light. It's not going to feel good. And because of that energy within your body, you are going to attract maybe not the best clients or not the best things, places, people, experiences because you have this like heaviness within you. And I don't know if you believe in energy, but I am all about the energy and like what I'm feeling inside really helps me navigate my life and my business because if it feels heavy, I'm not doing it. If it feels light and fun, I'm doing that, right? So I want you guys to remember that next time you guys look at your competitors or if you have that feeling that you want to, just stop and think for yourself you know ask yourself what inspires me right now how can I make my business better how can I do something that is fun and unique for my clients so they can also feel very loved and appreciated as well all right the next thing is creating boundaries within your business and particularly your energy and your time 
creating boundaries was not something I had in me for the first couple of years and it led to a lot of overwhelm and distress and anxiety and all kinds of just like things, even bad clients. I feel like I got bad clients because I didn't know how to really put my boundaries in place. If you guys look at my YouTube channel, SprayTanClassTV.com, you guys can see like my first couple of videos and there's this video that a couple people have brought up to me over the years, which is kind of funny and it's this video of me talking about putting refunds or uh, policies in place for like no-shows, cancellations, refund policies, things like this because it was at this point in time where I had seriously, I think like three (laughs) no-shows back to back to back and I recorded myself on YouTube and I was like, I'm so upset right now. Um, This is why you have to have refund policies and so I'm like at that point, like literally in real time speaking to myself and like my own distress and my own mistakes that I made But literally after I did that, after I started implementing policies and really started respecting my own time and my own energy, that is when things really shifted for me and I started attracting higher end clientele who did respect my boundaries, my time, my policies as well. And the last thing I want to talk about is buffering. So when I I talk about buffering, what I mean is putting somebody in between you and your clientele and I understand that some of you guys not may not be able to do this financially or may not want to do this at this very point in time because maybe you're just starting out or maybe you just don't have the funds to invest in somebody like a virtual assistant or some help around this particular thing but when we started growing uh, our brand spray tan class and especially when we took over x tan sunless we started getting so many dms PMs, emails, YouTube comments, Pinterest comments, like all of the things, everything that you could possibly imagine that was happening (laughs) happened and I feel like tenfold over the last year or so. And what I had to do over the last year is really focus on not being so present. So if you followed me for a while on Instagram or Facebook or anything like that, you may have noticed that this last year, I've not been present so much on social media. Like I definitely am still there. I'm still doing the things and I actually am super present there in the sense of just content in itself. But I mean like my face isn't really there. My face, I don't do a lot of like videos on myself or I don't do a lot of lives anymore and it's because um, I'm busy (laughs) but also I have a whole team of people to help me with social media content. So the buffer that I'm talking about is content creation buffer. So like I am still present on all of these channels. We're omnipresent on literally almost every single platform that you can think of except for Twitter and it's because I have a team of people to help me with that but I also have a team of people to help me with the comments and emails and all of the direct client uh, feedback or client inquiries or client responses that we get because I was trying to do all of this myself because I didn't really have a solid team who knew how to answer these questions. So what I ended up doing was building out the FAQs for somebody to take over all of the questions and inquiries and comments and engagement that we were getting on social media and our email list. 
if you don't have the funds right now or the interest in hiring somebody within your business, I highly recommend starting to do this at the very, very minimum. And that is to get a Google Sheet or an Excel Sheet and start putting all of your FAQs and the answers to them in this sheet. So that way when you are busy and you are overwhelmed and you are ready to really hire somebody like a virtual assistant or whatever to help you answer these questions, because truth be told, girl, like you shouldn't be doing this. You know, if you want to scale your business, you should not be answering all of these questions for people. This is something that somebody else can do or you can automate or you can systemize in some way, but you should not be at some point answering these questions because you are too busy and your time and your energy is worth more doing something that somebody else cannot do. So at least building out this FAQ list, you can at some point, whether now or in the future, when you hire somebody, you can give them this list and they can just go off of that FAQ list to answer questions instead of having you do that. So I hope that helps. I hope that you guys are inspired by this conversation. I hope that this helps relieve some stress, anxiety, and gives you some ideas to really allow yourself to really focus on the things that you need to be focusing on rather than doing all of the things wearing all the hats because it's a tough world. (laughs) It's a tough world. It is tough to be an entrepreneur and I want you to be the best you that you can possibly be in life and in business. So let me know if you guys have questions. I hope that you guys love this episode. If you feel this um, could be beneficial for anybody that you know, whether it's in life or business, please share this with them. And I love you guys long, long, long time. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Hey, beauty business babe. If you are loving this content, you're loving these episodes, I would love for you to write a review. And better yet, instead of just leaving a review and rating the program, screenshot it and share it over on Instagram stories and make sure to tag at I am underscore Kelly Ann. I cannot wait to glow and grow with you in 2022 and beyond.